Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing good. Excellent. Ending our week with a little snow. Yeah, we got a decent amount here in uh, southern Connecticut. Isabel's up by, um, well, in stores by what, Mansfield. Right. And they got half an inch, so. Yeah. Hope we got about five inches. We do. So, uh, yeah, and a little more tomorrow. So that little excitement, little driving excitement sliding around. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, there is no snow in Florida, though, so that's good. That's true. And um, so let's start with, what, the Disney Parks blog? Yes. As usual. Yes. Okay. Um, So Disney was working from home just like everyone else during the pandemic, and uh, they have some things to say about that on the Disney Parks blog. Yeah, as we mentioned a few weeks ago, Snow White's Enchanted Wish um, has uh, undergone a transformation and they just did a little story about how Imagineers have to work from home and uh, utilize technology. You know, they're not in the office. They're doing meetings on Zoom, just like all of us. And uh, sometimes trying to get, you know, these pictures and drawings and, and new characters to people. It's a, it's a little bit of a trial, but uh, they were able to do it. And Kim Irvine and the rest of the team at Imagineering was able to get through working from home and uh, give this ride a new a new life. Okay. And hopefully at some point it, it actually gets to get ridden. I know, when right? When the park opens up. Think of how many things will be all fresh and ready to go, though, when they finally open up. Right. Speaking of opening up, Hong Kong Disneyland is going to open today. That's right. They announced on Wednesday, February 17th, that they would be reopening on Friday, February 19th. Uh, so that is big news. They've been closed for a little while. Uh, they will be reopening and uh, begin celebrating their 15th anniversary. And guests will be able to visit the Castle of Magical Dreams, which is a new version of their uh, castle in Disneyland. And the castle draws on multiple Disney properties, you know, different princesses, right, different right. castles. Yeah, their castle's cool. Castles have different turrets related to different movies. Um, and it's kind of a mishmash, but mm-hmm. it, it works yeah. and uh, looks very exciting and happy for them to be open. Yes, Okay, the Virtual Princess Half Marathon is also this coming weekend. That's right. Lace up your running shoes because it's time for a virtual marathon weekend. That's so sad. The Princess Half Marathon has just been such a big deal in Disney World. It has been. What a bummer that it's virtual still. Not this year. No. Um, So they've got some tips. Uh, They want people to order their virtual race kit, which includes mile markers and start line and finish line. Um, they also have an official playlist that you can get from Spotify, uh, to keep, uh, you inspired while you run. They also offer training tips, um, specific, uh, cross training workouts. Uh, one is a beauty and the beast theme and one is princess and the frog. You can download the, <clears throat> download those from the Disney parks blog and then running. What would running be without merchandise? Of course. Uh, so you can actually run and get a Tierra running headband. Okay. You can get socks and shoes. Nice. And you can order a princess, uh, Disney Power of Princess cases from OtterBox for your phone so that it doesn't drop and, and break while you're running. Wow, that would be uh, a terrible thing. And you can also get compression socks. <laughs> Sexy. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've walked around with just compression socks on. It's a, it's a good look. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's marathon weekend, uh, but it's marathon weekend at home. Yeah, it lacks a little luster, but oh well. In California, um, the there are open house banners going up at the uh, WEB building. 
That's right. WEB is the Worldwide Engineering Brigade uh, building. That is the building that houses the Web Slingers ride. Um, and they've put these open house uh, banners up because one of the uh, theories or principles of this ride, or not principles, but part of this ride is that you're going into the building for an open house. Right. Uh, and then I guess at some point, some something happens and you have to work with Spider-Man to... You know, go out and web sling webs and, Save and the beat day. the villains. It's exactly. always about saving the day. Exactly. So um, they've put these banners up. You can now see them from Buena Vista Street, and uh, yeah, it's it's uh, pretty interesting. You know, they're they're just moving forward with these little touches, uh, so that at some point they can you know open the parks and open this new uh, Avengers campus. Yeah, but uh, what do people really care about? What do they care about? They care about the Star Wars trading post at uh, downtown Disney. That's right. And I have no more updates for it. it they didn't been... put in a new speeder no. or a new, uh, no, a new no. rock or something? No, they did uncover the sign finally. Okay. Uh, which does have wires coming from it. And uh, it is now open in preview status for mm-hmm. legacy pass holders. All right. Um, so there is. Uh, it has been fully Star Warsified. Perfect. Yes. So if you want to check that out uh, and get all of your Star Wars needs in downtown Disney District in California. Great. Um, also in California, Pixar Pier and Cars Land are now being illuminated. Well, that's nice. Yeah, we mentioned a couple days ago that certain areas in the parks were being illuminated. Um, you know, they're open. Uh, people can see the lights from Buena Vista Street, so maybe it's just uh, a nice touch to have them on. Yeah, maybe. Or is there more to it? I don't know. Are you going to talk about that when we talk about the details on the new ticketed event that's opening in March? That's right. Uh, Ken Potrock mentioned recently that there would be a new ticketed event in March in the Disneyland Resort. And there is now some details. Uh, This event will consist of six food booths, plus Cars Land, Pacific Wharf, Pixar Pier, and Grizzly Peak Food and Beverages. Nice. So all of those sections will be open. That's fabulous. Um, there will uh, there will be food and beverage offerings, merchandise, and unique entertainment options. Is it just me, or do you do you wish also? Because I definitely wish this that they would just completely open the parks up, keep all the rides closed, let me go in for free, and then I just buy the food. Because really, that's all I want to do anyway. Like right. I've ridden the rides. I don't want to pay one hundred and thirty dollars for the day to go in. And buy their food. Right. I just want to go in and buy their food. Yeah, but they're going to charge you for that that privilege. Not not in Disneyland, they're not. Oh, they are. This is a ticketed it's event. It's a ticketed event. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I don't love it as much. No. I mean, I still think it's great that they're doing it. But uh, they have begun calling workers back. Workers United Local 50 um, has mentioned that uh, the second wave of phone calls has begun. Um, they are bringing cast members back based on seniority. And, um, you know, I, I would not be surprised to see Main Street open in a very similar manner now, very shortly. they don't give a price for the ticketed event, right? They have not re- reduced I mean, the price yet. it might not really be about the price. They're, they have to do it as a ticketed event because they have to limit the number of people. Correct. Um, so maybe that's why. I'm interested to see. It might be a nominal fee for the tickets. Well, or that might include... You know, certain things. So it could be $50, but it includes, you know, like a wine at, you know, any three of 
you know, your choice of right. foods or something like a that. A hot dog at award wieners. Right. <laughs> and then what, what do you think, what would you pay? Uh, you know, what would your maximum limit be? Without any food or anything included? No, you can go in. It's part of the festival. You know, is this going to be... So the question is, is it going to be all-inclusive? Is it kind of going to be like a dessert party where you're spending $130 for Unlimited. an hour and a half experience, but there's a dessert cart and you get to go up and eat the desserts and your beverages are free. Alcohol, maybe not free, but, right. you know, that's an, an added cost. Right. Or is it going to be they charge you a nominal $25 or $50 to get in and then your food and beverage are a la carte. So, I mean, if I lived there and I'm a Disneyland fan, mm-hmm. let's talk without any anything included. This is just getting me in there to buy the things. I'd probably pay a lot of money because okay. you just want to get back in there. Right. You know, I mean, any other time if you if there would have been the option, you know, on a you know, on, on Tuesday, I can go and just have, you know, be at the park for with my annual pass or for, you know, $130 to get into the park. Uh, but on, you know, Wednesday night, you go in and you buy food. You, well, no, I'm probably not going to pay a lot of money for it. But since this is the only way I'm getting in, I don't know, I'd probably pay. I mean, if it's just, if it was just me and my husband, I'd probably pay $100 a Wait a second, you have another husband? No. Okay. I mean, if it was just like the two of us, I mean, right. when it gets to get into a family, it's harder. Yeah. I would probably pay $100 a person just to get in mm-hmm. if it were just the two of us, if you're just dealing with two adults. If you have a family, mm-hmm. that's hard. I mean, to pay $400 to walk in. Right. Um, but I feel like $100 is kind of, I mean, I wouldn't be happy about it, but mm-hmm. I'd pay it. Right. If it included things, I'd easily pay $100 a person. Okay. Yeah. All right. So that, anyway, that's very exciting. Uh, Anaheim City Council has voted to allow large theme parks to open at the same time as their smaller counterparts. So that's good news, but this doesn't mean that everyone's okay with it, right? That is true. So the the Anaheim City Council voted to support a state assembly bill that would alter the reopening guidelines. Okay. So essentially they're just saying if and when the state assembly modifies these guidelines, the Anaheim City Council supports it. Now, why is that? Because the city of Anaheim has lost of hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, this seems this. like a non-story. Of course, they support it. Um, so, essentially, once again, what they're looking for is they're looking to put Disneyland Resort into Tier Three, uh, while it's currently in, t- in Tier Four. The Anaheim City Council voted six to one uh, in favor of of such a move, um, and uh, smaller theme parks are going to currently be open, allowed to reopen with twenty five percent capacity in Tier Three. Mm-hmm. So what they want is they want Disneyland yep. to open. With Absolutely. And they should be able free. to. So Jose Moreno, the one council member who voted no, stated he did so because of worries of public health. And he said, um, we're basically saying that COVID is in the same context, in the same context at Adventure City in Stanton as it would be at Disneyland. Well, yep. yes, <laughs> that's exactly yes. what COVID does not care that you're a bigger <laughs> theme park. No. You know, you're not going to get more cases of COVID out of Disneyland. No. The percentages of of cases are going to be the same. You know, everybody's got the same chance of catching the disease. Yeah. And they're doing a better job of separating things out and keeping people apart at a place like Disneyland. And, you know, 25% capacity, you're you're really spreading people out. I I don't know. We've talked about this right from the beginning, how ridiculous California is being about some of these things. Right. Um, All right. Let's go so to the let's other go coast. to Florida. I yeah. know where it's the complete opposite and anything goes. 
Um, in the Magic Kingdom, they've added more plexiglass dividers to the queue at Pirates. That's right. Uh, you know, it kind of completely looks out of place, uh, but they have added plexiglass queues to the see? arched uh, area inside Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, I see. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, like, the outside, the part where you wait outside. Well, undercover. You're outside, but undercover. Right. You're not in the actual show building. Right, right. You're just in that queue mm-hmm. uh, that normally never gets used. Right. Um, but uh, they have added it. You know, it does not fit with the architectural style. But at this point, it's all about safety. Right. You just have to imagine what it would look like without it there. Right. Uh, some of the waterways near the land pavilion and the seas with Nemo and friends have been drained. Yep. Uh, that's the whole story. Possibly we don't know why. for construction for Moana, the journey of water. Maybe. Uh, the garden grill is once again spinning. Yeah, that's big news. It, it is. It went down in early January, so we're probably looking at about five or six weeks since that happened. Um, the garden grill takes about an hour to rotate, which is the co- which is the time it takes for your meal to be served. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it spins. You look down into living with the land. I love that. Uh, and uh, it had not been doing so for a while. I would have been sad. I don't know that I would have eaten there. Right. If it wasn't spinning. You would have gone full Karen, asked to speak to a manager. No, but, I mean, if I knew ahead of time, I just would have canceled. Mm-hmm. I guess if I got there and I didn't know, I don't know what I would do. That's terrible. I think now that it's rotating again, they should speed it up. <laughs> Start swinging people around. That's right. Um, all right. Um, weekdays through March 19th, annual pass holders can get exclusive merchandise and offerings at, at um, Animal Kingdom. That's right. From February 22nd through March 19th, if you head over to Dino Land USA, uh, you get a variety of passholder exclusive offerings. These are, of course, while supplies last. And they're not free, right? Uh, they're some, some of them Some of them are. Okay. Uh, so if you go to Hester and Chester's Dinosaur Treasures to try your luck at Fossil Fun Games, <laughs> if you buy three tickets, you automatically get a complimentary retired non-Disney plush consolation prize. That's not free, though. Uh, you get to try four exclusive beverages available for purchase at the Restaurantosaurus Lounge. All right, I guess that's free. That, no, that's for purchase. There are four, four exclusive beverages available for purchase. Oh, I thought you get to try them, and then they were available for purchase. No. Oh. You get to enjoy an exclusive cookie featuring Donald Duck, available for purchase at Dino Bites. Right. And you receive a complimentary Donald Duck magnet. That's it. So you can get a free magnet. Everything else uh, requires some it. payment. Okay. Uh, where are we? At Hollywood Studios, permits have been filed for work at the theaters in Hollywood Studios. That's right. The theaters that house Fantasmic, Beauty and the Beast, and Indiana Jones have all had some general construction permits um, filed. Uh, These permits cover both backstage and uh, island areas. Uh, So, you know, the in-house construction company, which is uh, Buena Vista Construction, which is owned and operated by Disney, is going to be doing the work. Uh, the permits are for likely for general refurbishment to theaters and show elements and may indicate a return to use. I hope. Yeah. At the Polynesian, um, for the rebuilding of the monorail station area, they have installed 10 pillar structures that are lining the front of that monorail station area. That's right. Uh, I think the other day there were eight. Mm. Now there are 10. Ooh. If I do my figuring correctly, that's an additional two. Good work. Yes. Uh, so this is going to be my new uh, uh, construction update. How many pillars we have <laughs> Great. at the uh, Polynesian? 
so, you know, they're just, they're building the base to this monorail station. You've got to put one in. They're putting in uh, this new monorail station because it is part of the new, and I always screw up the uh, pronunciation of this word, the Port Coucheret. I have no idea. Port Coucheret. The arrival area. Let's just say the arrival area. It's not the portico? Port Coucheret. Oh, I've never even seen that. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Okay. So when they reopen in June of this year, they will have a completely redesigned front entrance. Good. Um, so if, as far as construction updates go, I thought this was going to be your new one. The repainting has begun on the World Drive entrance. That's right. It has begun. They've begun work on the exit sign oh. on World Drive. Okay. So um, it's the World Drive exit. It is the exit. Correct. It is the see you real soon side. Uh, that is on the uh, right-hand side of the road that they are working on. Um, you know, you know what would really make me happy if they brought back the stink bug. If they brought the stink bug back to the Magic Kingdom I was exit, just thinking that. Yeah, <laughs> that used to be a highlight of our. Of I our trip. know the kids loved it. Yep, you had to catch him just right to see him puffing her. out his. Oh, her right, puffing Claire, out her stink. Claire de room. Yes. In entertainment news, the Golden Girls are coming to Disney Plus. That's right. Can you name the four Golden Girls? Oh, I can. Let's see if I can get them. Hold on. It's Blanche. Yeah. Sophia. Yeah. Um, oh, who are the other ones? Oh, I don't know. You'd have to give me a few minutes. Okay. Uh, we don't have that much time. Uh, but the big news on Disney Plus is that the entire series run of the Golden Girls will be coming this summer to Disney Plus. They are currently available on Hulu. Uh, and they will be adding to Disney's Disney Plus streaming service. This is going to make my head hurt. So it is all seven seasons. You know how bad I am about memory things. Yeah, why is that? I don't know. I just can never remember anything. Um, I will tell you. Do not look them up. I am not looking them up. I will find, I, they will come to my head like 20 minutes after the show is over. All right, should we jump on and record very quickly? What? Uh, when you determine what the oh, names are? <laughs> Maybe. It'll be like, after four hours has passed, Cheryl has figured it out. That's right. Uh, all right. Um, mm, uh, so tell me a little bit about what is debuting on Disney Plus in March. So there's a lot going on in Disney Plus in March. We have the se- se- the season one finale of WandaVision, which I'll be disappointed for because I really like that show. Uh, we will have the premiere of National Geographic's documentary, Own the Room. Um, the Marvel... Uh, debut of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will be fun. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon will debut concurrently in both theaters and on Disney Plus with premiere access on March 5th. Uh, We will also get some of the old 20th century uh, Fox movies, Garfield, The Tale of Two Kitties, and Miss (laughs) Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children will be uh, coming to Disney Plus. Um, Marvel Studios has the new show, Marvel Studios Assembled, The Making of WandaVision. That is one episode. Um, we will see, let's see, a new batch, batch three of Inside Pixar. Um, the new series, The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So if you enjoy um, Emilio Estevez, you can you can check that out. And uh, we'll even get a new Doc McStuffins show. Uh, Doc McStuffins, The Doc is In. All right, I got Rose now. I'm just waiting on one to come to me. Okay, should I, should I tell you who they are? No! Okay. Okay. Um, in movie news. Yes. Cruel- the Cruella trailer has debuted. That's right. Cruella, uh, which will be coming to theaters on May 28th. 
uh, tells the story of the rebellious early days of Cruella DeVille. It is set in 1970s London. Oh, we have breaking news. <laughs> Dorothy! Dorothy, good I told job. you they'd come to me. It's so awful. Good job. <laughs> um, so 1970s uh, London during the punk revolution uh, is the story of Estella, um, a young girl who wants to make a name for herself in the design and fashion world. Um, and then eventually she transforms into Cruella. Uh, the movie stars Emma Stone as uh, Estella. And um, Emma Thompson, who you may remember from Saving Mr. Banks, as Baroness Von Hellman, who is the fashion legend um, that uh, interacts with Estella. Okay. So uh, it's just, you know, a series of events and revelations that cause Estella to embrace her wicked side. (laughs) And they have released a trailer, uh, which has been up on our Facebook page for a couple of days now. I, you keep saying you don't like these... um these stories about the villains, you know, it makes them like, here's the excuse for why they are the way they are. Right. But based on the, uh, um, the trailer for this, it doesn't seem like they're making any excuses for her. It just seems like this is, she's horrible and this is how she got that way. Right. Yeah. So maybe you'll be happy. Well, it was obviously, uh, Baroness Von Hellman's, the <laughs> well, mayonnaise fortune uh, behind her. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah. Okay, Uh, let's talk about Disney Cruise Line because we don't get to talk about it very much. That's right. They made an announcement the other day that in 2022, both Star Wars Day at Sea and Marvel Day at Sea will be returning to the cruise line. Uh, So on select cruises between January and March, um, the Disney Magic sailing out of uh, Port Miami will be home to um, Marvel Day at Sea, and that is where one day during the cruise when the Marvel characters kind of take over the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and on the Disney Fantasy, sailing out of Port Canaveral, also from January to uh, early March, uh, they will have the Star Wars Day at Sea cruises, which will take place on their uh, seven-night Caribbean sailings. Okay. So we did the Star Wars one a few years ago. I was in uh, Geek Heaven. Yeah, we only did it because I think we got some sort of like a travel agent discount. I mean, it, it just worked out or dates. Maybe it was, maybe we didn't get a discount. Maybe it was just, it was the, just the dates date. that we had like school vacation. Um, so we're, I mean, the rest of the family, were not really huge Star Wars people. Marvel would have fit us better. Right. But we all had a really good time. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it I was fun. It greatly. Yeah, it, was it was really fun. It was a fun time. So if you're interested in any of those cruises, feel free to reach out to your favorite travel agent. Uh, Tony Bonasso at MainStreetMoreTravel.com. All right. Thank you. Uh, And then we have one last story, if you want to call it that. Uh, Universal has released a VelociCoaster t-shirt. That's right. It's an annual pass holder exclusive right now. And uh, I guess the tagline for the coaster is, what could go wrong? Okay. Which is a common theme in Jurassic Park movies. Yeah. You know, we're making a theme park with dinosaurs. Well, what could go wrong? Right. Um. So uh, I guess that's the theme for the roller coaster. I like it. They've put a roller coaster around a raptor paddock. Right. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Awesome. And you know what will go wrong? And the raptors are going to escape. Everything. Yeah. Everything will go wrong. Yep. Do you have any parting words? I don't think so. All right. So uh, have a good weekend, everybody. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Blanche or Sophia or Rose or Dorothy. (laughs) And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. (laughs) 